0: Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoy this message by our guest speaker. For more information about Abundant Life Church, please visit www.abundantlifechurch.org. All right, and it says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on... And over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall be any means hurt you. And then we're going to turn to James 4... And seven, James 4 and 7. In this verse, it says, Submit yourself, therefore, to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I'm going to speak on silencing your enemy. Silencing your enemy. The enemy puts things in our path to try to persuade us more and more into temptation. But we need to overcome that temptation. You need to say, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. When you get up in the morning, you start your day, and you think on things that may cross your path in the day, right? And sometimes... Cross your path that, oh, it's a sunny day, the weather's great. I don't feel like going to church. It's a lot of those days, right? We have those. We need to say, I refuse to give in to that. And when you need to be here, you should be here, right? So we're always pursuing things that maybe don't seem like they're right. But they are right because God put us here for a purpose. And we need to follow that purpose. You see, the enemy studies everything you do. He's he's a good studier. He studies your pathways. He sometimes, he's looking at things you're currently doing so he can create a plan that he can take you down. So you might walk down that wrong path. And when he knows he has you that little bit, that's where he's going to continue to pursue. He's going to continue to pursue things to put things in your path that are your weakness. We have weaknesses, and the enemy likes to attack our weaknesses. And the, trust me, the enemy knows them well. He's been at this for quite a while. And he is consistently attacking those areas. So he's studying your patterns and he's looking at what he's going to do next. Oh, you might think this is okay. You slide a little bit. You slide a little bit more. But then you take that bigger step into the wrong direction and it's leading down to destruction. He knows how to work it. He knows how to do that. So the enemy's counting on you going down that wrong path because a lot of times we go down the wrong path because it seems like the easy way. And that's where he's thinking that you're gonna go. But he, again, he's studying your patterns. We need to become warriors of prayer that we can turn right away the first time, turn around, and keep on heading straight towards the path of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Where Satan has studied people and he continues to study patterns that are fouling because he's laying the foundation for you not to be successful. He's setting up failure for your plans. He's You're walking down sometimes that wrong path and now you're walking down and you need to focus on the first road. That first road that you think is The righteous road is what you need to walk towards. Turn towards Jesus and follow the cross. The enemy wants to defeat you and he wants you to sit in that corner. He doesn't want you to worship. He doesn't want you to give God glory. He doesn't want you to read your Bible. Those are all things that the enemy will put in your path and we need to stand firm and we need to say, "I choose to worship Jesus Christ because He is worthy." I want to turn to First Peter five, eight, and nine. First Peter five, eight, and nine. It says, "Be sober, feed vigilant, because your adversary, the devil." As is as a roaring lion walking about, seeking whom he may devour, whom resists steadfast in faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren, that are in the world. We need to stand firm and say, "I refuse to give in to the things of the enemy." And you need to refuse to give in to things that are not holy and righteous. Don't give in to those schemes. He's tricky. Satan's definitely tricky. You might have got bad news from the doctor or you might have got bad news from somebody that is trying to collect money from you. You might have got bad news on your job today. You might have gotten news or you're in a trial right now. You need to silence your enemy. And how you do that is you need to give God glory right away. You need to give God glory in the trial. You can't give enemy any movement on that. You have to say, I refuse to give in, because what happens is he sees you're in that trial, and he continues to move very very swiftly and he moves in those directions and you're walking now down that path you need to you need to remember that i have the authority inside me to say greater is he than that is in me than he that is in the world so you need to put that fear aside don't have fear you need to put that fear aside And you need to put Satan at his weak point, and you need to say, put him in a place of shock. Because guess what? If you right away are in that trial, and you say, I refuse to give up, and you give him praise and glory, guess what? The enemy's going to be in shock. Because he doesn't expect you to do that. He expects you to go down in the corner, crawl in your little corner, say, sorry me, sorry me, And if you just say, I refuse to do that, I'm going to give God glory and praise and worship him, you're going to silence him. And he is not. He is not going to expect that. So you need to go deeper into that place and not go into the fear and worry. You see, if you stop the enemy right there, he will turn because you're facing God and you're saying, I give you glory, I surrender all, I refuse to give in, you're still going to have those trials. Oh yeah, you're still going to have those trials. But it's a different type of trial that you're going to go through because if you consistently give him glory, there's many people, and I've been at this place, and that's where I kind of took long time and it was probably 15 20 years ago there was times that i got i got doubt where is god where's god now and i confused to dwell on that negativity and not think about i'm a child of the king and you continue to dwell and i have met so many people that continue to dwell at that place they feel soul Alone, they feel like they're captured and and they're surrounded and and all these enemies are attacking them. But what they don't know and then what they need to do is they need to resist him right away, turn and give God and glory and praise. Because guess what? He's worthy. He is worthy. It doesn't matter where you're at in your life. He is worthy of praise and glory. So we need to... Again, move forward, walk, continue to walk forward, and worship him. We're going to look at a story in the Bible that is really, really exactly what we're talking about right now tonight. So we're going to turn to Job 1, 18 through 21. Job 1, 18 through 21. It says while he was yet speaking there came also another and said thy sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house and behold there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house and it fell upon the young man and they are dead and i only i only am escaping alone to tell thee then job arose and rent his mantle, and shaved his head, and fell down on the ground. And what did he do? He worshipped. And he said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. Thinner. The Lord gave, and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Don't give The enemy, time to think. If you don't give the enemy time to think or even speak, you need to go against that grain. Job never doubted that full surrender and trust is necessary. In verse 21, Job said, the Lord gave me what I had and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Despite his suffering, he trusted God's will for his life and continued to worship him. As a result, not only did Job's faith soar, his life did as well. Eventually, later in chapter 12, um, I'm sorry, Job 42, we can read how God blessed Job and his faithfulness in every way. It says in that chapter that the Lord restored his fortune. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. God gave Job a double portion Of what he lost. Restored many relationships and gave him a new household of children and allowed him to prosper. If we can be more like Job, what will we see in the end times, right? You see, you can confuse Satan right now because you're giving Jesus all your worship and all the praise and all the glory because you refuse to give in. You need to praise him with all your might and with all your power. You see, the enemy doesn't expect that. He doesn't expect you. When you get bad news, (laughs) what do you think the enemy is planning? He's expecting you to give in, but we just need to surrender, bow down, and worship him. He is worthy. He is so worthy. Fear continues to dwell. And don't refuse to get out of that pool of doubt and confusion. And you need to rise above it. Stand firm and don't give in. Now let's turn to 2 Corinthians 9, verse 7. Through 1 Corinthians, I'm sorry, 2 Corinthians, I said that wrong. 2 Corinthians 9, 7 through 9. 2 Corinthians 9, verse 7 and 9. It says, Every man according as his purpose in his heart, so let him give not grudgingly or necessarily, For God loveth a cheerful giver and God is able to make all grace abound toward you that ye always have sufficient in all things may abound in every good work. You really want to mess with the devil? (laughs) You want to silence him? Say, I am a cheerful giver and I will continue to give God and give of my offerings, give of my tithes Because you want to be promoted at your job, you want to be promoted on wherever you are in your walk, continue to give God, even in the bad times, because it matters. I don't have time to go through stories about how faithful, how faithful me and my wife were when we first were married. We didn't have a lot. Because when you start out, you sometimes don't have a lot. But we continue to stay steadfast, and we messed with the devil, and we continue to give. And guess what? God continue to bless. God continue to bless. If you consistently stay faithful, don't lose focus. Because if you lose focus... The devil will continue to attack you at every aspect of your life. And I hate to tell you, but giving is part of that too. It's all part of that. So you need to give cheerfully for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Now I don't have time to fully read this story. So I'm just gonna, we're gonna turn it's, uh, the next story I'm looking at is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, we know that the king commanded everyone to bow down and worship the golden image. The image. For, the, for He actually commanded everybody, no matter where you are and your status of life, to bow down. And, of course, they refused. We know the story well. Is he re, they refused to bow down. And they put them in the fire. And in that fire, we know that story. God stood with them in the fire. Because they refused to give in. They refused to give in. I wonder how we are going to be at the end times. Are we going to refuse to give in? Are we going to Bow down because we're in that fire. God will stand with you in that fire. Don't give in. We might be in those trials, but continue to worship Him wherever you are. You need to continue to trust Him in every aspect of your life. Continue to move forward. See if you're silencing the enemy. You can go down to a grocery store. You can go down to a local coffee shop and you can invite somebody to church. You can silence your enemy because guess what? He doesn't expect that. He does not expect that. I think because a lot of times we, we get scared and we freeze up and we, we're not focused and if we're always thinking kingdom-minded, 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 the enemy will be silenced. And guess what? He's going to give you that anointing. That anointing's going to fall on you. And you're going to be anointed in the grocery store. You're going to be anointed in the coffee shop to witness. Because you refuse to back down and... You're silencing an enemy and it's not going to attack you because you're just going to go and do it and step out in faith. It's all about stepping out in faith. It all requires us to step out. Step out of your comfort zone. I have stepped out of my comfort zone so much this last year and I'm amazed at what God does because I refuse to give up, refuse to give in, and I'm silencing that enemy. Yes, the enemy attacks you, but you continue to stay steadfast, walking in faith, continue steadfast, and the anointing is going to continue to be on you. Continue steadfast. Bless and give God honor and glory because He is worthy. We're not worthy. It's all about Him. Give Him glory. Give Him honor. When you have that, Exciting moment that you did in the grocery store. On, tell somebody about because guess what? And guess what? At the end of it, you say it's all because of God. It's because God gave me the strength, and I fear I have no fear now. I can walk up to somebody and invite them to something. It's just about stepping out. But what it is is you have to have the desire. You have to have that desire. Trust God. Sometimes you don't feel like it. You might not feel like it. But guess what? I pray then daily. God, use me today. Use me today. And guess what? He does. And sometimes we're scared. Yeah. Sometimes you're scared to step out. So sometimes you don't want to say that prayer because you're you're scared. And you have fear. We need to overcome that fear. And guess what's going to happen? He's going to use you and you'll be surprised. You will be surprised what he does. Because you stepped out. And you prayed. And you sought God. And you fasted. And you said, guess what? Oh my, I can do this. God is using people that are willing to surrender, step out, pray, and he's using people such a time as this. It is, time is short. And we need to continue, continue to step out. So if you're living right now in fear, you need to have that faith and say today's not a bad day because I could be in nothing. I could be in the fire be in the fiery furnace, and I could have lost everything. Job lost everything, but guess what? He refused to give in. He surrendered all. And he continued to worship God. Jesus knows where you're at. He knows where you're at, and he is overcoming the obstacle for you, but he's asking and he's seeking you to find out if you're going to surrender. So you need to overcome and you did worship him let 's turn to psalms one thirty eight verse seven psalms one thirty eight verse seven a lot of you might be familiar with this one it says though I walk in the midst of trouble thou will yeah did I, I put the right one yeah revive me Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of my enemies and thou shalt, right hand, shall save me. And then we're also gonna turn right away to Proverbs 3, 23 and 26. Proverbs 3, 23 through 26. Then shall thou walk in the way safely and thy foot shall not stumble. When thou liest down, thou shall not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down and the sleep shall be sweet. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of desolation of the wicked when it cometh. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. We need to have confidence in Jesus, have confidence in life and every aspect of it. You're not going to get the results you want if you can fear. If we're living in fear, you're giving in to the enemy. You're allowing him to continue to send you through those trials. Sometimes I truly believe this because I experienced in my, my own life. And that's where I continued to let satan and i continued after trial after trial after trial because i never surrendered all i never laid it all down and you need to lay it all down and don't allow that enemy to get in any aspect of your life he's going to continue to tear you down he continue to hurt you in your life because you're not fully trusting God. You're not giving him full authority in your life. Seeing what happens and continue, you will continue to allow the enemy to take control of your life because you have that fear. Take control of your family. He's con- you, need to, you need to surrender every aspect of That's so why I'm talking about family. You need to continue your family. You need to continue to let him, your extended family, you need to Amen. say, hey, It's all yours, whatever you have. Control everything, your work, your friends. And pretty soon you'll be consumed that you don't even, you won't even question anymore. But you will, you turn so many times when you got in that trial, guess what? It's just like a straight walk. I'm walking now. I'm walking always towards Jesus. I'm not turning around. I'm not going back. You're continuing walking forward. We continue to move forward. We're not looking back. You continue to leave it at the altar and move forward. Continue to give God glory and praise because it's not worth holding on. It's not worth holding on. You're pretty consumed by every single aspect of your life. Your walk I have there is amazing on how many people I speak with today that are so consumed with everything. They're so consumed it overbearing with every single aspect of life right now. And just lay it down. Surrender tonight. Don't give up anymore. Don't give in. And if you're questioning, this is where you need to think about it. You, if you're ever questioning God, that's where you're having, a, you're having a problem. You see, you never turn to Him the first time. You never gave him glory. You never worship Him the first time. Oh, he might have been way down here, but you had all these other steps and you had so much baggage along the way to finally get to that point, don't do that right away. Say, I give you glory. I give you honor. Because when you're mad at God, you might be mad at your friends. How are you going to witness if you're mad at your friends? You might be mad at your pastor. You might be mad at your church. You're blaming everything else. But what you need to do is you need to rise above it all. And you say, I'm not giving in. I'm not giving up. I refuse to give in to the enemy and his schemes. He is tricky. Again, I started out with this about his, he is studying each and every single one of us. The enemy knows us well because he's looking for that little bit that little bit he can sneak in, and that's what he does. He finds that little hole, and he sneaks in. We can't give him any holes to sneak in. We need to refuse our enemies, and we need to silence them immediately and not give in. My last scripture of the night will turn to Psalms 23. 1 through 6 Psalms 23 1 through 6 It says the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want He maketh me to lie down in green pastures He leadeth me beside the still waters He restoreth my soul he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for Thou art with me. Thy rod and Thy staff they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemies. In the presence of my enemies thou anointest my head with oil my cup runneth over surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house forever you're going to dwell in the house forever if You don't give in to the enemy. You need to not give in to the enemy. You need to silence him now. See what's happening if you're not pressing forward. At the time or it might be hard, it might be hard to press forward down that road of life But you need to stop and look at Him and said, "Jesus, I give you glory, I give you honor. I'm not worthy. He's gonna see you at your weakness, and He's gonna, He is gonna take you above it all. I worship God right now because I believe He is in full control." I refuse to give up. I refuse to give in. Paul and Silas was in the prison and they began to worship and an earthquake began, <laughs> broke out. How would you like that? In your trial, and all of a sudden, an earthquake happens. Hey, God can do it then. He can do it now. If you needed an earthquake to break out, an earthquake would break out because... You surrendered all. They gave their all and they worship in prison. What excuses do we have? We don't have excuses. We have it made because we serve an awesome God and he is worthy. He is so worthy. So you need to silence your enemy now. So the enemy will run in terror. You will confuse him. You will shock him if you consistently turn at that right moment. The spirit within you, if you're filled with the spirit, have the Holy Ghost inside you, you can take all that authority and you can rebuke him and you say, Satan, get behind me. I refuse to give in. I refuse to give up. And guess what? You move forward right away. We're going to have a lot more exciting times because we're refusing to give in in the trial. If we are all on that board and we're heading towards glory, towards Jesus Christ, we are going to have a lot, a lot of victories So continue to worship him and give him glory and praise. Give him glory. You see, Job continued to bless the Lord and continued to worship him. You see, the Lord takes and the Lord giveth. Blessed be the name of the Lord Job still gave everything. He surrendered all. If you can be more like Job, if you lost everything, would you still stand and worship him? Sometimes you might be at the end of your rope, but you still need to stand. You need to say, naked I came. Naked I go, blessed be the name of the Lord. Worship him in everything. God knows where you're at. Trust him with everything. Right now, Satan is working overtime. We all know that. He is definitely working overtime right now. And he's spreading fear. He's spreading depression. He's spreading anxiety and he wants you to be bound in those chains. Break those chains tonight. You need to break them tonight and bind, bind your enemy. You see, the enemy is counting on you to give up. He's ready to make his next move. The enemy is ready to make that next move. Are you going to be the first person to make the right move? Line yourself up. We need, as the body of the church of the living God, silence our enemy. Are you the one that will continue to give in to that enemy and not back down, stand firm, and move backwards? Are you going to continue to press forward I truly believe God is testing people right now He is, He's testing people to see where they stand He's seeing if you're giving in to the enemy and let don't let the enemy speak into your life because when you let him speak into your life it gets a lot harder harder Where do you stand? You need to let Jesus speak into your life, not the enemy. Yeah, we're always in trials and maybe situations at different times of our life, but if we continue, stay steadfast, not down the road of destruction. Silence your enemy tonight and don't let him have any more aspect of your life. But if you're if you're questioning where God is in your life, you need to come down to this altar tonight and you need to surrender all. Worship him. Lay it at the altar and put your hands up and surrender all to him because he is worthy. He is worthy worthy. Jesus, I pray tonight, God, that the people that are in this room, God, would get a hold of you with everything they have, not give in to the enemy. They need to silence the enemy when they're in that trial. Thank you for listening to this Abundant Life Church podcast. We pray it has strengthened your relationship with God and we'll continue to be a light unto your pathway to heaven. If you have any questions or comments regarding this podcast, please telephone our ministerial team at 262-965-5177 or email us at info at abundantlifechurch.org.